BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's next for San Diego State when it comes to conference realignment? We've got the latest. John Schiffer with you here on the Aztecs Wrap-Up Show. If you are new to the channel, well, the channel is new. You can subscribe, and you can also smash the like button. If you're looking for year-round exclusive Aztecs content, we are the home for that. Also, if you're looking for the audio-only edition of this show, you can click the link in the description down below to get to the Aztecs Wrap-Up Show podcast. All right, so let's catch everyone up on the latest. It was on June 30th that San Diego State did officially notify the Mountain West of their intention to stay in the league. However, the Mountain West has not accepted that as of yet. They wrote a letter on July 1st, and in that letter it said, we will discuss the status of San Diego State's membership in the conference at a July meeting of our board of directors. Now, it's got to be reasonable to assume that San Diego State and the Mountain West can come to some type of resolution, right? I find it very hard to believe the Mountain West would not want to do business with San Diego State after 2023 if San Diego State, in fact, wanted to stay in the league for an additional year or beyond. I mean, ultimately, San Diego State has created a lot of revenue for this league. How have they done it? They're in one of the largest markets in the league. They've routinely had success in the NCAA tournament in men's basketball, which has created TV revenue for the league in the in the uh, in the form of over $10 million, by the way, in 2023, with San Diego State reaching the national championship game. The football program has often been um, the center, you know, a centerpiece of the conference. When you look at from a television scheduling perspective with games on CBS, with games in, you know, exclusive windows being played at 730 at night in the Pacific time zone. So I can't envision, I just can't, that San Diego State and the Mountain West can't come to terms on the Aztecs remaining in the league if ultimately San Diego State is still in the league in 2024 and beyond. So that's the latest with the Mountain West and San Diego State. We'll wait on that board of directors meeting, which right now is scheduled for July 17th. I guess it could be pushed up earlier if there's a need to push it up. Otherwise, we'll see what happens in the middle of the month. Now, as this is playing out, the Pac-12 presidents are meeting as well. They met back on June 30th, and Ross Dellinger, who at the time was with Sports Illustrated, reported on Friday as he's covered the story that the Pac-12 presented presidents with an update on what's termed an accelerated 
progress or termed accelerated progress on a TV deal, sources telling Sports Illustrated, only a general framework was revealed with significant linear concepts, a more substantive framework expected by football media day. Now, does that mean that the Pac-12 is going to have a deal by their media day on July 21st? Who really knows at this point? I mean, this has played out over literally a full year. So is this going to be complete by July 21st? It's hard to know one way or another. I could be convinced either way. We've heard that the Pac-12 is getting close time and time again over the last year. We really have. Is it going to get done between now and July 21st? I guess that there's a chance it does. I think there's also a chance, and maybe a more likely chance, that it doesn't get done by July 21st. So we'll find out in the coming days and weeks you know, if the Pac-12 is making progress on this TV deal. Now, as this is played out again with the Pac-12 president's meeting, you have John Orend of the Sports Business Journal, who's got a podcast, and he said this week that, and I think it was more his, you know, he was theorizing or opining that he could envision the Pac-12 getting a media deal done at some point this month or within the month and then announcing something by Labor Day or so. But here's the million-dollar question. Will the Pac-12, once their TV deal is finalized, will the Pac-12 expand? You know, I think the general consensus for a period of time, probably weeks, if not months, was, well, yeah, the Pac-12 has to expand or they are likely to expand. I mean, there's got to be a level of concern when you go from 12 schools to 10 because you lost SC and UCLA to the Big Ten. You want to maybe fill that geographic footprint because obviously Southern California is heavily recruited. Wouldn't you want to play games? in Southern California and bring those recruits or student athletes back to the region, San Diego, Orange County, Riverside County, LA County. Um, so you'd think they want to recruit in Southern California. You would think that there's a strength in numbers potentially as well. So do they want to be susceptible to poaching and remain at 10 schools, 10 schools, you, you lose one or two and all of a sudden your potential status as a power five league is called into question. And also what's called into question is your ability to keep the league together if you go down to eight or nine schools, especially when you look around and the Big 12 right now is 14, if you include Texas and Oklahoma, even if you don't, it's 12. You look at the future of the Big 10 and the SEC, it's at 16. You look at the ACC right now, it's at 15, if you include Notre Dame. So, you know, I think there was this general consensus or feeling, not that it was a formality that the Pac-12 was going to expand because it is still conference realignment and you never really do know. And ultimately it's going to come down to the Pac-12 presidents, but I think there was this belief that, yeah, it's more likely than not that the Pac-12 is going to expand. What I found really interesting is uh, earlier this week here in early July, I mentioned Ross Dellinger earlier, who was at Sports Illustrated. Well, he was on the College Football Enquirer podcast, which I think he's typically on. And I'll paraphrase here, but again, he's covered this Pac-12 TV deal and he's covered these meetings and he tweeted about it within the last handful of days. And what he said here on the podcast was really interesting to me and maybe throws a little bit of cold water on the idea of expansion. Paraphrasing, he basically said one of the sentiments from the meeting that was back on June 30th was maybe the Pac-12 doesn't expand because it would cut the overall revenue down when you cut the shares, right? Because right now it's 10 schools without SC and UCLA. And if they just get one lump fee, let's say I'm theorizing, $300 million a year. Well, obviously, $300 million divided by 10 is $30 million per school. If you add another mouth to feed or another you know, piece to the pie and you go from 10 to 11 and add San Diego State, or let's say you go from 10 to 12 and you add San Diego State 
and potentially SMU. Well, all of a sudden, your, your $30 million per school is down to $25 million per school if you go to 12. If you go to 11, it's down to, we'd have to do the math. What is it, 27 or 28 million, maybe 27 and a half million per school. So are the other schools now, again, a lot of these decisions are based on money. Are these other schools going to be okay with taking less money in an effort to, you know, stay afloat potentially or expand their league? Or would they prefer the more money in the short term and then deal with the repercussions on the other side? I think it's a really, it's an. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Interesting question. Now, the way this is played out in the other leagues is oftentimes that as you expand your league, you're adding revenue to your TV deal, right? As in if the Big 12 right now, which recently signed an extension on their TV deal, if they add a program right now that's in the Power Five, they're not cutting from the the other schools that are in. They're adding, right? The TV networks are going to add that revenue to the new school. So hypothetically, the University of Arizona or Colorado, they go to the Big 12. That's not going to take away from the 12 schools that are in the Big 12 moving forward after Texas and Oklahoma, they're just going to give another share to Arizona. So if those schools are getting 31 or 32 million and Arizona comes in, they theoretically are going to get that 31 or $32 million cut. Is the same thing going to happen in the Pac-12? As in, will the TV networks offer the Pac-12 300 million with 10 schools and then 330 million by adding an 11th or 360 million by adding a 12th? Um, we're going to find out potentially. I think there's reasons to assume that the TV revenue would go up. Why? You're adding markets. San Diego's a large TV market, top 30. If you add Dallas because of SMU, you're adding a top five market. Um, in addition to that, you're adding inventory for the league. So why would the money go up if you add more schools? Because you're creating inventory for these TV networks. If you have a 10-team league, once you get into conference, you're never playing more than five games any weekend. You'd have five conference games. What about when you have bye weeks? You're playing four conference games. And what if you're playing games on Thursday or Friday nights as well? Let's say you play a Friday night game every single week in conference. And one of those weeks, someone has a bye week as well. Then you're down to two or three games on Saturdays. Is that realistic? Is that enough inventory for these potential TV or streaming partners? And by the way, then there's this. Brett Yormark, Big 12 commissioner, who has spoken often about the Big 12's desire to expand. He spoke to the Dallas Morning News, I think at some point here this week, and he said, listen, we want to be additive. We're measured, but we are still, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously, we're still interested if it's the right fit culturally, geographically, um, academically, if the brand can grow. He's talked about this desire to get into a fourth time zone. So I think once the Pac-12 presents its TV deal, does the Big 12 try to strike and grab a school like Arizona or Colorado or even consider a school like San Diego State as well? So let's Fast forward here to dates to keep an eye on 
for San Diego State and for the Pac-12 TV deal and for the next shoe to drop, so to speak, in conference realignment. You have July 17th. We mentioned it right now. That is when the Mountain West Board of Directors is scheduled to meet to discuss San Diego State's future in the league. Again, for me, the way I see it right now, it's hard to envision anything other than some type of resolution between the league and San Diego State. I think it's going to benefit the league probably just as much, if not more so, than San Diego State if the Aztecs are in the Mountain West beyond 2023. A couple of days later, on July 19th, is the kickoff to Mountain West Media Days in Las Vegas at the Circa. On day one of those Media Days, Gloria Navarez, who is the new commissioner of the Mountain West, she would be scheduled to meet with the media. Will we have an update or a resolution from that July 17th Board of Directors meeting when Gloria Navarez speaks with the media on July 19th? And then there's George Klyovkov, who is the commissioner of the Pac-12. He will be scheduled to meet with the media when Pac-12 Media Day kicks off July 21st. Also, interestingly, in Las Vegas, that is a one-day meeting, and the commissioner will be scheduled to meet with the media that day, presumably as well. Could they possibly not have a TV deal done on the 21st for Pac-12 Media Day? With all the excitement around their league this year, you've got teams that could be preseason top 10. You've got um, schools that could be vying to get to a college football playoff in the final year before it expands. Pac-12 is not a playoff team in years uh, you've got you know a program like SC with all its upside heading into the year. You've got four or five programs that should be ranked in the top 25. Pac-12 is some of the best quarterback play in the country. And will the topic of conversation on July 21st be solely centered around this media deal that's still hanging out there in the ether, um, waiting to be finalized? Or will they close the book on that media deal, um, put some finality there, and then get to talking about football on field when they get to Vegas on July 21st. So this is what we know about San Diego State's future. 2023 is inarguable. San Diego State will be playing in the Mountain West in both football and men's basketball, and primarily all sports. They do have some sports that are already in the Pac-12 as an affiliate member, but for all intents and purposes, San Diego State is a Mountain West member. All parties agree on that in 2023. Now, what about 2024? Could San Diego State still enter the Pac-12 or a power league by 2024? It's at least a possibility, although with each passing day, you'd have to envision, at least from the outside, it becomes more unlikely. Why? Well, because a lot's going to have to occur between now and 2024. Scheduling, exit fees. If San Diego State is out of the Mountain West, are they paying that initial exit fee of having left before June 30th, which is what the Mountain West is claiming? Are they paying the exit fee of after June 30th, which would double from about $17 million to $34 million, San Diego State has said previously they can't afford the $34 million exit fee. Could the two sides come to some type of solution to get San Diego State out in time for 2024? I would say it's still a possibility, but is it likely? With each passing day, it probably becomes more unlikely. And then there's 2025, which right now for me is really the you know million dollar or more question. Is San Diego State in a power league in 2025? Because they still have time when it comes to 2025, because all of a sudden you've kind of restarted the clock. Um, You essentially have two years now as opposed to one year. Um, And will we get resolution on where San Diego State's going to be in 2025 at some point sooner rather than later? Or now that a league like the Pac-12 or even the Big 12 theoretically has more time, if 2024 is no longer in the cards, would that push off a decision on expansion potentially to later in 2023 or early Uh, or even in early 2024. So everything still remains a possibility, whether it's 2024 in the Mountain West for San Diego State, 
shoot, 2025, will San Diego State be in a power league or will they still be in the Mountain West? Hopefully we'll have some type of resolution on that sooner rather than later. All right, again, if you're here, if you're new to the channel, please subscribe. You're on content for fans of the San Diego State Aztecs. You can also smash that like button. If you're looking for the audio-only edition of the show, click the link in the description down below. Until next time, my name is John Schaefer, and you've been watching the Aztecs Wrap-Up Show. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.